Welcome back, stoners. Welcome to Stoner Talk. This is your host, B.C. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways, it's not a real happy time today, stoners. Um, Don't get me wrong. For me, it is, okay? Stoners, it, for me, it definitely is, you know. Um, But I've recently came into some knowledge today stoners um i've come to the knowledge that <laughs> man I, oh man i honestly don't even know where to start with this you know because I, I if y'all don't know hold on let me hit my for those that regularly listen to my podcast first i want to say thank you and then i want to say they know i don't have no scripts on my on my my youtube or this is genuine me lighting the blunt and have a conversation with my peoples, you know? So I, I've come across some, some information I heard from a friend that I did research on and come to find out not only was it true, I, I dug into more detail about it and stoners. Oh man, it's horrific. Um, we're going to talk about 1921. The most tragic day in America history. I ain't going to say the most tragic. I'm going to say one of the most tragic day in American history. 1921 was the day of the bombing of Black Wall Street. Now, for those that don't know what Black Wall Street was, let's first have a conversation about what black people do not have. Black people don't own anything. You have some black owned businesses, sure. But those businesses are are I'm trying I'm trying to get my wording right are made possible are funded through white banks so if at any point in time that that business uh doesn't produce what it says it's going to produce or don't pay rent or whatever have you it goes back to the white man okay so my point is that you may see some black business owners but you don't see black people owning a thing we don't own anything that can sustain a neighborhood that can sustain you know your own the four things is a grocery store a gas station a hospital and a school you need those four things to make sure that your your neighborhood runs correctly black people don't own none of those we don't own the television we don't own communication we don't own any of that now back to black wall street black wall street is not is exactly what it sounds like. It was Wall Street for black people, except it was more than that. Black Wall Street was a place where black people thrived. It was a place where we owned our own bus stations. We owned our own grocery stores. We owned our own taxi cabs. We owned our own plumbing. It was the black biz- the black headquarters for businesses. And, and, and neighbors and everything. It would have been our little China back in the 1920s. Established in 1918. And was bombed in 1921. Within three years. Every business. Every business. Was making millions. I don't think y'all just heard me. Every business i'm sorry if that b was super hard but every business stoners was a business 
that was making millions. Okay? Maybe not the grocery stores. I may have to fact check that. Maybe not the grocery stores, but everything else, of course. You don't want to know why? Because the buses were so big and vast and nice and clean. They started taking some of the white people routes. Mm-hmm. And when I talked about the tax owning taxi cab companies, I'm sorry, we wasn't talking about five or 10 cabs. No, we were talking about anywhere between a number of 50 and 65 cabs for two cab, two black owned cab companies in this, in this neighborhood. This neighborhood was generating millions of dollars. The only thing is, is that now remember, I said there's no black people that were owning anything because, you know, it ran through the white banks. Guess what? We had a bank. We had a bank. Okay, stoners. So it was basically like this. You could not fail. That was it was impossible for you to fail on Black Wall Street if you was a black man. Because as my brother, as my sister, if you fail, well, here's the money again. Try again. See where you messed up at. White man didn't like that. Now, I know what you're thinking. How did we accumulate all of that after slavery and all of that? How'd you do it? You know, da, 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 da. Well, white man learned a lesson. They never let us get that prosperous again. But think about it like this, people. All my stoners. Listen, think about it like this. When when Lincoln freed the slaves. When, well, no, a little bit further than that. When they had slaves, right? Slaves were, their job was everything. Carpentry. Plumbing. Fielding, growing, sewing, bathing, creating, inventing. We had so many jobs that we not only maybe created, invented, you know, house building, structures, measurements. The masters did not have to build anything. So when they freed the slaves, guess what, stoners? We left with all the skills. Now, they may knew how to do this or knew how to do that, but not like how we knew how to do it. Go ahead, make your cab company. We'll make another. You know? So when you when you get rid of everybody that has the best skills that know how to do everything and you're just trying to emulate, then of course we're gonna come out on top. So let's fast forward to nineteen twenty one. The KKK comes together, uh fueled by the government. Um they tell me I'm uh, that they're not really too sure. I looked that up on YouTube and Google and a lot of research I've done at libraries and stuff about this subject. And they say they can't really be too sure if the government was into it. But all they know is, is that in one day they bombed a whole neighborhood worth millions and literally nobody got arrested. Nothing happened. So uh, the KKK came through in thousands and literally just bombed it. And by bomb, I don't mean dropped the Hiroshima. I mean, came through in their cars, uh, trucks and whatever. And basically when set everything on fire. Literally went down the streets and set everything on fire. Destroyed businesses, houses, killed so many people. All because when we were freed, we did exactly what y'all said to do. Pulled ourselves up from our bootstraps, even though y'all never had to do that. But we did it. And not only we do it, we did it well. And you destroyed it.
fast forward to times today, you got people looking down on people that can't get jobs, can't do this. But when we had our own, your ancestors took it away from us and told us not start over again. You take us from our home and turn us into something we're not. Then when we're free, you tell us to do something and we'll be okay. We do it. Then you take it away from us and tell us to do it again. 1921 reminds me every, ever since I read that and, and found out about this, it reminds me every day of why I do what I do for my children. I want them to have the best and I want them to know that their father made a way for them, a black man with all the odds stacked against them because every, every child, every child of color needs to know that there are always options when people, when slaves had nothing, literally and not just like nothing but they got a house no literally nothing they made something out of nothing it can happen okay stoners that's what you need to learn from black wall street if they would have never done that if they would have never taken away our wall street we would be little china little italy little this little that we would have a little africa somewhere you know well i don't know if it would be called little africa because i've also ran to a lot more information about that about our true origin and how it's not africa you know that's a totally different subject but yeah man you're not african africa it was not our home. It was not our motherland. We did not come from there. We settled there. We found that continent. But that's another story for another day. Um, but yes, y'all, 1921, the day that, and the reason why I say it was one of the worst tragedies, because don't look at the money. Don't look at the destruction of property. They killed, they killed thousands of people when i say they kill people stoners they killed thousands of black men black women even children all because of jealousy and envy i need everybody to listen to me when i say this stoners i don't believe i'm better than anybody i always think there's something else i have to do to make sure that i am better i always challenge myself i try to be better than what i was yesterday and and if i'm better than what i am yesterday then i won and somebody also says oh you know you better than this person and that's just a bonus but it is so crazy that from literally looks like the beginning of time the white race has went Everywhere on the earth and everywhere they went, destruction and mayhem has followed and all because of jealousy and envy. Every story I read up on, everything I look up on, everything I do my research on, no war was started because of something that was very detrimental is because of a disrespect or just ego or literal just greed. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not up here trying to bash the white man or bash anybody or bash the right the white race. I think it needs to be talked about. I think you need to be held accountable. I think you need to stand up and be counted because the things that happened in the past matters. Yes, I have a white a white girlfriend. I have six beautiful kids that came uh, from white women. 
So I'm, I promise you, I'm not here to say I have anything against white people, but I love my people and right is right and wrong is wrong. If everywhere, if every time I went by somebody's house, I stole something, they would never let me in another house again. They wouldn't even be like, man, you need to go over there with that. Everywhere we went, there was war, mayhem and bloodshed. By we, I'm talking to the white people and their so-called Americanism, even though white people are not American. They're barely even in Europe. We're not really sure where they derived from, but that is, that also derives that also falls into the story of our original birthplace not being in Africa. But like I said, that's another story for another time. But yes, stoners, that is where the struggle really began for us, I think. In a sense, you know, besides slavery, I mean, in a sense, to tell some, to give somebody nothing, and watch them make something out of nothing, and then take that away from them, and then expect them to get it all back. That is a struggle all in itself. I would love for you, whoever listening to this podcast, if you're if you're down on your luck and you don't really have nothing, I, I do I do feel for you and I'll pray for you, brother or my sister. But think about this while you listen to this podcast. Say somebody walk up on you and give you a meal, give you give you nothing. Say here now, I need to take your clothes, your shoes, all your credentials, all your accolades. Give me your ID, give me your social security. You have nothing, right? Then you go out in the world and you become a billionaire. No, I'm going to keep it in perspective. You go out there and become a millionaire. Then that same man comes to you and say, okay, now give me all of that. Now you got to do it again. But this time it takes about 400 years to almost get right. You know, it takes takes a little bit longer than, you know, it's, take, it's taking a while. And now they're looking at you like, you're lazy. How would you feel? Exactly, stoners. I know you feel me, stoners. You have to, man. 1921 is a staple in America. It is a part of its bloody history. It is a part of the bloody flag. And America's name is drenched, is is soaked in black people's blood. You can clean it up however you want, but its stain will always be there. I, I advise all my stoners, please Google it, look it up. Uh, there's a guy called Dane Calloway on YouTube. He also talks about 1921 and the Black Wall Street uh, tragedy. Look him up. Um, yes, I advise everybody, look this up for yourself. Read about it. Know about it. Know your history. Know who you are. Know where you came from. Know where the struggle starts. Know where it should end. You know, we are God's people. We're all God's people. You know, I love everyone, but excuse me if I love somebody who looks like me just a tad bit more. I'm not a racist. I love everyone. But if I see a certain class of people getting oppressed and beat down and hurt, and then I look at me and be like, man, I look just like them. At any point in time, it could be me. I have children. Yes, earlier I said I have children by, by white women, and they're, they're half black, half white. But I'm sorry, when my boys walk down the street, you think they're going to know their mother's white? No, they're going to see a light-skinned black boy. So just as if I talk the truth to you, I talk the truth to my children. I do these podcasts because it's therapy for me. I like doing it. I don't look at the numbers. I don't care. I care, don't get me wrong, stoners, but it's not going to make or break me. 
this is this is my truth it's in and my opinions opinions can't change but hey i do my research so yes yeah, stoners that uh I would really love everybody to please go and look up 1921 and judge for yourself. Um, you know, talk about it, bring it up that we could have been, there could have been a little Africa somewhere or a little Africa, but next to little Haiti or, you know, we, we could have had our own, our own established place in America. Like Marcus Garvey wanted, like Dr. Umar wants, we could have had our own place established already. No telling where we could have been. We could have had a little Wakanda somewhere. You know? <laughs> Just let that sink in, stoners. Love life. Love God. And um, stoners unite.